Hey, my name is Andrew Mazza, and my company name is Premier Media Pros, and, uh, and I'm glad to be here, man. This, 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 is, this is Diversified, diversified game, 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 Game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. It's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I have my inspiration every time I'm working out, running around here. I see Sir Andrew Mossett from Premier Media running around, and for the longest, we would just wave, wave, he would wave, you were the first to wave at me. I was, I was like, yeah, you were the first, and I'm like, okay, people are friendly around here, and you know, if you're friendly, people will be friendly, we've connected, but... I did not know. This brother has done many a thing. Some I can't even mention. Not that he was, you know, a secret spy, but you never know. But he was a firefighter, but he's also into the entertainment industry, and he's going to give us the game. So I appreciate you being on board. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you for having me, man. So uh, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start at? I want you to let the people know, how do you go from, you know, um, school, firefighting, to getting into entertainment and doing the things that you have done in entertainment? Okay. Like, how? Okay, so the history is I started off in music, to be honest with you, producing hip hop. Um, had a little bit of success. I was able to get on this sh- uh, project called The Show um, from Def Jam way back in the day. Uh, I was one of the producers on this one song, and that album went triple platinum. Mm-hmm. And as I think and thought that everything was going to go well, as as you all know, the entertainment industry is like a roller coaster, man, and and it's mostly down. <laughs> all this up, so reality kicked in, and I needed a a, a steady income flow. So um, I became a firefighter. It, it suited my lifestyle. I'd like to be physical outdoors. I wasn't set for the corporate mindset, and it allowed me that time to continue on uh, on my craft, which was music at the time. And then from music, uh, I. I uh, Getting married, having kids, and being in the music game with a family is extremely difficult. At least it was for me. In my opinion, I'll end you right up in divorce court. So, so uh, I, I I started uh, tinkering around with uh, video uh, productions for music videos because I was always around that. And I did my first music videos uh, on film back in the day. And then I found that wow, I really like this. This is this is great. Never went to school for it, but I was just always. I was an annoyance, asking questions, yeah. taking notes on set right there with other directors, just I was getting in the way at times, but I was absorbing this and it didn't feel like work. It felt like uh, it, I was passionate about it. And um, I then started learning more and more and more. But this one individual, I remember he told me one time, he was a, he was a producer, I'm not going to blast him, but he told me, I went to school and you'll never make it in this game. And him telling me never, I was like, what? Okay, I'm gonna really, really delve into this. And as as uh, our time went on, then YouTube was really flourishing, and there were so many great resources online. YouTube being one of them for uh, teaching us about filming. Bought gear, and I kept on making mistakes, making mistakes, shooting it wrong, shooting it wrong. And by those mistakes, it made me a better filmmaker. And then I had to find my voice. Um, I had some uh, almost close successes in the past. Uh, I was telling you earlier, I did a project many years ago that I created, and uh, it was basically a hip-hop version of uh, the X-Men. 
Yes. And I was able to partner up with Will Smith, which was amazing for me. I was still a firefighter at the time, and I was just all these great and wonderful things were happening. And we sold the show to MTV. And as things were moving forward, MTV really wanted to switch the direction of the show. And I wasn't in agreement with it. I, most people would think I was crazy at the time. Like, man, you should do what they say. But, you know, I'm kind of stubborn in my, my way of wanting to do things. Having a wife and, and kids, we, we have a certain um, mindset that we live by in our home. And if I would have done the things that the network wanted to do, it would go against everything that I was preaching in my home. I would have been a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. And having daughters, as you know, you've got to set a certain tone. So, um, unfortunately, I, I couldn't, I wasn't in the line with where they wanted to go with the project. So, the project ended up dying. But that didn't knock me down. I kept on going forward, doing other things. Um, we met, as you said, running to the community and I'm very passionate about being in health and in shape, especially as, as a, a minority in this country. We unfortunately as, as, as black people in this country, in my opinion, have the worst diet. When I get around brothers my age, I'm 55 years old, most of them look like they're in the third trimester. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Eating wrong, a ton of medication. I don't want to be in that movie. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. So I choose to live a certain lifestyle. So I walk it, I preach it, and um, this project that you saw, Blah Blah Fish, that we have coming out, um, it comes out this month, August 31st, on all platforms. Uh, it's really based upon uh, a healthy lifestyle. And what does that mean, right? It's, it, it, that means food choices, exercising. And as all this was going on, I hooked up with Dr. Apicello and Dr. Bagel from Premier Family Health, and we, we decided to partner up and we took on these uh, patients, uh, a, a son, a uh, hu- uh, husband and wife, uh, this guy named Jack, and uh, Sinead. Took them on. They all had different health issues. One of them had cancer. One of them was extremely overweight, Jack, which his, he's the same age as me, but his, he was telling me his father and his grandfather all died at the age of 60 from a massive heart attack. So he was looking. Death was knocking at his door. His, he was... His visceral adipose tissue, which is your, 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 your fat count, was off the charts. And he was scared to death. You know, um, this young boy, uh, extremely overweight, and uh, it was affecting his attitude, his outlook. He wouldn't look you in the eye when he spoke. Um, so anyways, we shot this project, and as, as COVID was happening, Doing our research, really, we realized that COVID, unfortunately, was taking on a lot of people that had underlying health issues, whether it be obesity, cardiac, there was some type of underlying health issues, and unfortunately, it took out a lot of family members and loved ones. So we wanted to get this, now the movie isn't about COVID, it's about a healthy lifestyle. So we wanted to get this point across with regular folks going through this journey, which a cool thing about the physicians they were going into the patient's homes, ripping the refrigerator apart. Yeah. I mean, taking out all the junk. And you'd be surprised how toxic our refrigerators and our, pan- and our pantries are. If you, if you read the labels on these food groups and you see these long words, don't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it's man-made and it's not good for you. Yeah. You may think I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I believe... You're here. They, we are here. So yeah. you're, you're I, believe, I believe that they put these toxins... 
in poisons and some foods and in vaccines and everything else. I believe they do that in order for you to get sick so that you are now dependent upon them by going into the healthcare system. Now you're on a whole collection of medications. Hopefully you get cancer and now that's making them a gang of money and it's just a, it's just a money chain. Mm. How is it that you can go into the hood, right? Go into a food store and the apple or the banana costs more than junk food. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Do you know why that is? Or how that is? Because it's not even just the hood. You can go across the street to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's and you know, you can get a, a more expensive apple, or you can go to stop to the McDonald's right next door and get a burger or two for a lot cheaper. So for me, I, I think it's planned as well. So we're like minded, but you know like when did that start? Oh, this has been going on ever right after the Industrial Revolution, I believe. It was like, okay, uh, pushing meat products, meat, meat, meat. And listen, I I believe in moderation. I'm not going to knock the meat industry, but on a personal note, me cutting out meat, drastic lifestyle change. I feel better. My, my thought process is everything else. And again, I don't want to be part of that medication quote. But I feel that it happened years ago. I think the powers that be planned this whole thing is, you know what? We can make a gang of money from this. Get people hooked. Brainwash them into eating this garbage food. You look at the Aborigines in, in Australia. I was watching this documentary, and they showed like the, their forefathers all shredded with abs and everything else. Now they're the fat boys. Yeah. They're huge because and and they're eating like uh, processed food, like cereal for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Brainwashed because our, our media pushing them. This is good for you. This is good for you. And unfortunately, they're at a health deficit right now. And that's happening here in this country. I think it comes down to convenience. If it's hot and sexy, and now I'm going to say something really controversial, and people can be mad at me. People are so okay with that's all right, that's all right. You could be a big, huge slob, that's okay. You, you look good. No, you may think you physically look good, but what's going on on the inside of you? Yeah. Are you going to live to the age of 70, 80? Probably not. You're going to drop dead of some type of massive health issue because you're a walking, toxic mess. you got to clean yourself out. Not to say that you can't be big, but a lot of those individuals, unfortunately, are making constant bad. I sit there and watch, but you look at the grocery stores and we're on the cars, yeah. and they got to fill up with a Diet Coke. Yeah. Like... Really? Well, okay, a lot of convenience. That is America in a box. Everything is convenient. Wi-Fi is everywhere. But for those who want to say, show me the way. Will your film show them what they need? Because some people even have at 38, I've heard people having like a, a, a age management doctor. And I'm like, here I'm at 40, like, should I get an age management doctor? You know, what are the steps? Because people, it's easy to say, Okay, have all your bills prepped. Easier to say if you can afford to have someone else do it. Right. Easier to say if you have two or three doctors and you know you have health insurance. But for those of who do have health insurance and are you know in a good position, what is the play? How many supplements should they be taking? Get, I mean, where do we get that that playlist? So that could be a long depth bunch of information. I will tell you this. This is what I go by. If you're Personal physician is overweight, mm -hmm. don't listen to him. Okay. That's my thing. You mm -hmm. talk the talk, walk the walk, you've got my attention. If you were to go to the gym right now, 
and get a trainer? Would you go with a guy that's eating a Krispy Kreme donut that's overweight? Yeah. Or would you go with the, the male or female that's in shape? Yeah. So my opinion on, on my particular block, there's a few physicians, they're all overweight. And they come to me going, Andrew, what do I need to do? I'm like, you're the doctor. Yeah. But unfortunately, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They get they, Their nutrition training is this much when they get their medical, when they get their MD yeah. license. So they know, they know this much. So to answer your question, what the Blah Blah Fish does, let me explain the name before I get into that. Blah Blah Fish, that wasn't the original name. I come to find that it was going to be that name, interviewing James, a young boy, because that's was the nickname that his friends called him. It's the ugliest, fattest fish in the world. Mm-hmm. And that was the name that his friends would call him. It was horrible. It, it, it affected his everything about this kid. He had an attitude problem. He was overweight. He no longer calls himself a blah blah fish because he lost a ton of weight, but that's the name the movie. But his journey is separate from my journey and your journey. So what the physicians, Dr. Afterchello and Bagel, showed us is that, hey, in capturing them, they would go to each individual, break down what their personal needs are, and then apply it. And they had to stick to a regimented uh, uh, workout program and X amount of calories. And again, what works for you may not work for me. Mm-hmm. So it's all individualized. You can't just sit there and buy a, a, a one size fits all. It just doesn't work that way. We're all different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it definitely enlightens you. It'll go, wow, I didn't know about that. Like, for instance, high fructose corn syrup. Um, Jack, uh, when Dr. Eftel and Dr. Bagel went into his refrigerator, it's we had to edit it because Dr. Bagel pulled up probably 10 jars of Arctic Wisconsin. That is straight up poison. That That's a cancer-causing kick. It's in Coca-Cola. It's in a whole bunch of different products. But to your point, people want convenience. Are you going to take the time to investigate and see what these products do to your body? Or are you just going to believe the marketing and the advertising and they got this super fit model drinking these drinks, but yeah, that's not what it's about. But even she may not be healthy. She may look like that. I've talked to plenty of people who look like they're healthy, shredded up, but on the inside, again, like in your words, they're jacked up internally. So it's really what you put into your your body. Give the people what you eat or supplements you take. I was talking today to the Minister of Wellness, who's a health guy all on, on YouTube that we work with. And he was telling me about my diet because he was like, I saw what you posted. And I'm like, I know this water is yours, by the way, because I was scared to even provide food. I said, I know Andrew is healthy and fit. I might bring these, you know, drinks that have one percent sugar. (laughs) And he'd be like, no, that's not it. Kellen. That is not it. So I said, let me bring the water. But what are you doing that, you know, you could, someone could go on Amazon right now and say, I need to get that vitamin B12. Oh, okay. So what I personally do, um, I I do a lot of intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. I believe breakfast is to break the fast. You shouldn't be stuffing your face. It works for me uh, with a big old meal first thing in the morning. I eat in an eight hour period. I eat from 11 o'clock in the morning. My last meal is at seven. So all that other time is 16 hours. My body goes into a fat burning mode. Whatever fuel sources that are there, my body is ripping it apart. Now, at the, in the beginning, it may be hard for people to do that because we're all addicted to like the sugary foods and the bad foods. So your body starts craving it. But over time, you just, it disappears. It's like anything else. Mm-hmm. What amazes me, people want instant, instant. It doesn't work that way. You just have to, it's a mental thing. But uh, along with making better food choices, like uh, 
Uh, I do cheat days. I'm not going to lie. I, I'll get pizza every once in a while. As a matter of fact, last night I had this big old crazy donut that my daughter dropped off and her boyfriend dropped off last night from uh, Jupiter Donuts. Insane. But I knew today that I was going to run six miles this morning. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll bust this out and I did the six miles this morning. Yeah. So there's a balance. Yeah. So, but other than that, a lot of vegetables, um, good proteins. I tend to stay away from red meats. Um, that's just a personal choice. But then to your point earlier, you can see someone that's shredded that eats a ton of meat. Mm-hmm. I want to see that guy when he becomes my age. Mm-hmm. How what's going on in this this system on the inside? How is he or she feeling? Yeah. So when you get to my age, not that I'm that I'm the oldest guy on the block, things my metabolism is slower, things are just different. I can't do the things that a 30-year-old, a 20-something-year-old can go. What the unfortunate news is at my age, I'm in better shape than most high school, high school kids right now. Okay. And I see you because they, all yeah. they can do is this. And I look at the obesity, these little chubby kids, and, and they, they're just lazy. Yeah. And you're not just running. I mean, you're doing jumping jacks, you're doing push-ups. I mean, it's inspiring where you say, man, if I was going to take a day off, I can't because I got to come back if I want to get to that age. And I'm just right around the corner, you know, and down the street. But I, I have to do this. How expensive is it, though, to be healthy? Since, you know, you talk about the apples and the supplements and the things that you can't buy on your FHA card, you know, how expensive, how much more do you think you spend in supplements? And okay, so I'm glad you said that. I, I, um, because, okay, I was going to LA Fitness prior to COVID, right? And when the lockdown came, I said, all right, I'm going to try and do without the gym for a minute. I don't even, purpose is going to use our gym. That's a rather than a community. You could do this in a park. It cost me hundred and something dollars for a good pair of shoes, sneakers to run in. Don't buy the little bobo cheap shoes because it's gonna wreck your knees. You invest into your sneakers. It's free to run. You don't have to have the gear. So that's no money. As far as foods, Eat small portions. Protein should be this, as big as your palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. You don't need the big old thing. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, I, I, there's this whole thing about organic, organic. If you can't afford organic, at least get a lot of vegetables in. Mm-hmm. Load up on vegetables. You know what I'm saying? Water. So a trick that I do is, if I start getting really, really hungry, I bust up water, keep on drinking, 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 drinking. Mm-hmm. I start getting full, so when I do eat, that portion of food is a lot smaller. That's inexpensive. So the excuses are, I can't afford a membership. It's all excuses, man. Okay. Now, I do take a ton of vitamin D because of COVID. I take um, C. Uh, I take uh, um, zinc. Um, I take a lot of supplements. And you can get full with that at an inexpensive level. you got to invest into your body, man. It's your health. Yeah. So there's a choice. Am I going to go ahead and blow money on cake and junk food? Or, or drinks, beer, alcohol, whatever. I'm not knocking that stuff because every once in a while I'll, I'll drink a beer here and there, but I don't indulge in it. Okay. Because there's a trade off. Yeah. Now I can't drink the way I used to, man. If I sit there and have a couple of drinks, I get a hangover. Yeah. And it wrecks me. So I got to back off on all that. I don't That's, smoke. Yeah. That's a good sign, though. If you can get you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm a cheap bait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that is a, a beautiful thing. If you guys see it raining here, That's if you nice. see, see us run, um, in case, you know. Yeah, it's a nice breeze. Yeah, 
Now, with the music industry or the entertainment industry, it's never been a blessed, holy industry. You know, having a family, I mean, it's frowned upon. You know, and having the same wife, people probably look at you like an alien, like, why, why? At this age, you're supposed to have a midlife crisis and be wilding out. How have you kept yourself grounded in this industry? Bible. Straight up. Mm -hmm. um, I was working on a project, a show called Love and Hip Hop. Um, a dear friend of ours, Mona Scott Young, she created that years ago. Actually, she was a partner of mine on that deal when we got it with Will Smith. So um, I worked on one season. Um, great opportunity. It really upped my game as a camera operator and just understanding film and whatnot. But um, what was crazy to me, I think there was maybe two other people out of the whole crew that was married. Ooh, everybody else was single. Yeah. And every night I was in, I had to push myself into glory just to keep myself grounded, not to get distracted. Now, I'm not perfect. Okay? I make mistakes, but that's been a, a, a huge guidance for me. You know, I, um, I go to a men's group on Saturday morning just to keep each other accountable. So that's what works for me. It's really made me look at things a lot differently. It's exciting. Kept me uh, accountable. And, and our kids, let me tell you something, man. These kids, they can be sitting there playing, but they're paying attention to what you're doing. They're listening to everything you're doing. You're seeing, they may be looking this way, but they're hearing you. Mm. So you got to practice what you preach. Yeah. But I don't go around with the Bible bashing people in the head. I believe you do you, but if you want to see what works in my household, I have no problem sharing that. But that's been a huge um, blessing in our household and guidance for me. You know, um, again, I, I like... I love entertainment. You know, some people say, oh, well, you shouldn't watch certain shows. But I think I'm at a level of my life that I don't like. It's just entertainment to me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I watch a show for the production diet and the storyline. And even if it's rated off, you know, but I don't I don't cuss. Mm -hmm. If I do, it's rare, but I'm not perfect. But um, again, uh, that, that's been my foundation. A lot of it just me grounded and applying certain things. Now, ratchet projects have approached me lately, like really ratchet. Yeah. Now we're like, nah, I'm good. I'll pass in that. Because mm. I believe if I start doing those things again, like I did in the past, I think it's going to definitely affect my household in a negative way. And that's just a personal choice. Mm. Not to say that others can't do that, but that's just my personal walk. Yeah. No, I, I love this because I, 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 you know, you, you become the, the child at the kids' table, then you work your way up to the adult scene, and then you get to choose and pick what you want to do. And that part, I, I try to explain that, but I like someone who's already kind of conquered it, because I'm in the phase where I don't do what I don't like, and I really don't do now. If I can't tell it to my kids, or I got to hide. I mean, I, I have, I've done all types of things. I, I'm like, I probably shouldn't be doing that if I got to hide it and can't tell my kids about this and how the work day was. But you've had some success in the best is yet to come. What is a community give back that you're doing or that you want to do? Because with entertainment and it being so shallow, it just we have to do something to give back. And I haven't found a person who's not. So Well, yeah. what I'm personally trying to do is, um, like, for instance, this one project, it is a documentary, and um, it's, it's an educational piece, and it's entertaining. We have this one brother named Rock, which is a phenomenal background. You've got to watch the movie. I'm not going to give you a spoiler. But uh, Rock inspires James, and 
Rock had a horrible criminal history and he changed it. Okay? And that inspired James because Rocket, when he was younger, didn't love himself. That's why he was making bad choices, bad choices. And he finally realized, hey, I'm better than that. He owns uh, a couple gyms and he's inspiring and, and he's doing wonderful things. So he's giving back to the community. So within this project, my hopes are that when somebody watches it, they get inspired and say, you know what, I can do this. I, I, can, I can make better choices and have a healthier, longer lifestyle. As far as other partners, what I'm looking to do in the future, and I'm, I'm looking at a couple things right now, I want to be able to entertain people in a way that also educates them a little bit. I mean, I like horror. Am I going to do horror? No, there's a ton of people doing horror movies. Okay? Um, it's entertainment, but at the end of the day, if you watch a horror film, other than entertainment, what are you learning from it? So I'm getting here. So I'm trying to like, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, fictional story pieces out there that you can walk away with it, some type of like, wow, uh, an aha moment, like wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't even look at things that way. So um, the projects I want to get involved with, or or something that can give back to the community, um, I I love helping up and coming new filmmakers when they're like, I'll tell them like, no 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 no, like try this, try that. You know, I was very, very fortunate to become a firefighter because now I'm in a position, I'm retired now, I have a full pension, so I can pick and choose the products that I want to do. I don't have to sell my soul for a check. Yeah. That's the route that I chose. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at 55 years old, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, we live a comfortable lifestyle. We're not the richest people on the block, nor am I trying to do that way. Mm-hmm. But we're, 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 we're good. Yeah. But the products that, I'm getting involved with, I don't have to look over my shoulder and see, man, I don't want anybody knowing that I'm getting involved with this. Yeah. Let me keep it on the down low. Let me change my name. <laughs> Got to have something else. Name, yeah. but because I believe God will say, oh, really? You're going to do that? Okay, yeah. I'm going to take away this from you because yeah. you're not doing the right thing. You're being a hypocrite. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of great stories out there, but you also got to be realistic on your choices. What I may think great Everybody else may say it's horrible, mm-hmm. but who are you getting that advice from? Are they people from the industry or are they your friends and family? Yeah. Friends and family are great, but I have a saying, stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Go to people that know what they're doing and say, hey, man, I got thick skin. Tell me what your real professional opinion is. On the blah, blah, fish, um, Alan, the editor that we ended up using, amazing history. When I, when I first sent the project to him, he just finished doing a project for Spielberg. Editing. So I was like, oh my gosh, you can't afford this guy. Yeah. Um, he looked at the project and he seen the story that could be told and, and how important the message was. So in a sense, him cutting his rate the way he did, he gave back. Okay. He definitely gave back. And, yeah. and I learned a lot by what I shot and how he flipped and edited. He goes, no, you should tell the story this way. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't look at it that way. That's pretty deep. And I was humbled by that. Mm-hmm. So in order to make a film, you need that community input. Can I do the one-man show thing? Yeah, but then you get the one-man show yeah. um, output. So you do. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah. So you gotta, you got to be open to opinion, and you can't take it personally. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not a race. Mm-hmm. This thing was shot over a year ago. 
COVID came in and slowed things down, but I believe everything happens in its time and its, in its place. So, uh, yeah, as far as what type of projects, it has to be uplifting, and you gotta walk with something. Mm-hmm. It's not always about the check. Mm-hmm. I believe if you tell a good story and you're also touching people on an emotional level and educating them, the check will come mm-hmm. because they're gonna want more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the money, the money will come one way or another, just doing the work. Now, I have an idea for for a horror movie. You said that I'm gonna tell you later um, how because it, maybe it could teach people something the way it is. But you know, being in this position and doing films, are you funding it with your own funds, or do you go get you go get? Are you uh, funding it yourself? Are you going to conferences like NAFTI uh, that's right down in Miami and talking to people saying, hey, I want you to fund this? Because it gets expensive. I mean, so I've been very, very fortunate. I own all my own equipment. The lights, the cameras, everything. I know how to edit. Am I the best editor? No. But I can. the first rough cut for Blah Blah Fish was my edit. I know that I'm not an editor, but it got the attention of a seasoned editor. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, you can just do stuff on an iPhone. Go on YouTube, learn, 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 learn. Yes, I have better gear, but the, at the end of the day, it's your storytelling. Mm-hmm. And you don't need a crazy amount of money to get things done. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a whole process as far as getting distribution, that's a whole other subject matter. That's all. Uncharted Seas, if you don't know that, that's a whole other animal. People believe. I have a friend of mine, he called me today, he was able to raise a half million dollars. And he wanted to do this movie. And he wanted to get me on board. And I read the script, one of the worst scripts I've ever read. Horrible. And I told him, I said, yo, dude, um, you wrote the scenes. Well, how can I tell? Because I know I can tell. You've never written a screenplay. Yeah. But all my people tell us to. Yeah, but they're not professional. So he went ahead and spent the money. He called it the other day all angry because his first deal offer after spending a half a million dollars was two thousand dollars. Wow. That's the reality. Wow. So, um, you can do this industry, but you got to be smart. You got to educate yourself. Go to different conferences. Learn, learn, learn. Mm-hmm. And you can do a short and start getting your name out there. You can show up. What I tended to do is, is I wanted to own the equipment. I didn't like renting it. You see, I walk in there with my camera because I had to go shoot something down afterwards. Yeah. I, I just shoot, 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 and you could put pieces together. Right now, I'm doing a, a spec commercial right now. I have a concept um, that we're doing with a bunch of kids for Nike. Will it get picked up? I don't know. But conceptually, myself and, uh, and other professionals in the industry think it's a good idea. So we're going to you know, roll the dice and see what happens with that. Cost-wise, it's going to cost me to rent a studio for the day a few hundred dollars. Okay. And, and feed the kids from pizza. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the time was spent on learning how to edit, learning how to shoot. YouTube is a huge resource, man. There's, there, there's other classes you can go. You can join master class. There's tons of classes you can take on up. There's different books you can read, audio books. If you really want this, I would say educate yourself. Yeah. Get this right before you start spending all the money. Yeah. Once you get this right, you're gonna look at things differently. Yeah. 
Well, I, I want to say, and our, my lighting is even better, y'all. We're not all the way there. Right, right. It, 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 it's better because you, you know, you played around and said, "Okay, position." And I knew this time would come where you know someone would give me some tips um, and, and come in inside the house. But tell the people what conferences, like, what's your top three favorite conferences and your top two books that you think everybody who wants to get in this, you know, game. Uh, entertainment should read or go to. Um, if you want to tell a fictional story or the story, I think Robert McKee's story is one of the best books that I've read. Okay. And I'm, I'm, this is what I learned. I'll give you an example. You go into a scene, right? Here's a scene. You and I are talking. And a lot of filmmakers make this mistake. We're talking and we're talking and it's about conflict. That's what makes a story drive forward, right? You need conflict. You need to, that, that type of competition. So if we start off talking about something funny and we're in agreement, the story should end in some type of disagreement. Or vice versa, we start off in a disagreement, that scene should end in an agreement. You watch a lot of these films and it's just a waste of time. And then you're wondering, why are there not just simple things I learned by Robert McGee, and that's just one uh, resource. To sit there and name, oh my gosh, I've taken so many different courses online, man. I have to get back to it. There's a lot of, um, I'm taking this one uh, course right now, Nigel Levy, who is uh, an English guy. He gets hired to fix documentaries. He's been hired to fix many documentaries on Netflix. And he's taught me a different way of looking at story. And I'm like, whoa, it blew my head open. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this. So you got to learn how to get out of your own way. But I think that in, in when you're researching, there's different instructors that will speak to you. There's so many different great classes, like the master class. That's a great, you got uh, Spike Lee on there. You got Ron Howard. You got, you got all these phenomenal filmmakers. Watch it once, watch it twice, watch it three times. Don't watch it once because you're going to miss something. You got to rewatch it. Take notes, stop it, pause, write it down, look at it, memorize it, okay, and apply it. This thing, phone, I got so many notes. Mm -hmm. So when I'm on set sometimes on the down, I'm looking through my notes because I don't know it all. And stuff is constantly changing, changing, changing. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of resources out there, but I can get back to all my, my, my top picks. There's so many of them. My mind is spinning right now. And, and when you do, I'm going to give it to the people because that's the whole purpose is to give the game. So in case they never meet someone in your position, they can get it. And that's right. what YouTube right. University yes. is for. Now, I don't want to give them an overload. You give people an overload right. and they don't know what is what. But leave the people with something and, you know, if they are able to contact you um, and say, look, I got a great idea I think you love or I'd love to hire your company, right? I saw your website from looking at the links in the description, people. Um, what I don't even know a website up. Okay. This is word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah, I don't even know a website up. I'm going to put it up. I had it up, uh -huh. but it's just word of mouth because your work speaks for itself. Yeah. So, how, so leave the people something. And, and I tell the people, that's like Al Hammond. If you get to, you know, ever sit down and talk without, hey, man, he doesn't have a website, nor will he do an interview, but he'll give you the game if you're there in the right place. So what could you leave the people with? And, you know, if you don't have a website or don't or have email. social media, you know, give me an email. Andrew at PremierMediaPros.com. Okay. Andrew at PremierMediaPros.com. I could, um, everybody wants to learn the game. 
Uh, I can give resources that has worked for me. It may not work for you, but um, it's out there. And, and, and what's crazy about social media, whether you're on Instagram or Facebook, those of you that may or may not know this, what you search, even if you go to Google, those things will start popping up in your feed. They're called funnels. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, yeah. These funnels will start popping up. Mm-hmm. And some of them are good and some of them are a waste. But uh, you click on them, and, and if that particular uh, course or, or, or product speaks to you, then that may be something for you. There are some courses on there that are too elementary for me. Mm-hmm. I, I already know that. Mm-hmm. But for someone that's getting into the game, and some but, but Udemy, that's another website. Man, this course something for fifteen dollars. Yeah, twenty five dollars. Yeah, teachable. Teachable. All right. Yeah. So, what is your excuse before you go out there trying to get an investor and everything else? Get on that iPhone. Start shooting something. Start to prove somebody that you can store itself. Getting back to my project that I did uh, called the Cycle of Will Smith. I did. It. A minute and a half trailer. I hired animators mm-hmm. out of my pocket. I told them what my storyline was. It wasn't that expensive, and we shot something. Mm-hmm. And I went to this thing called Comic Con back in the day, and I'm walking around my laptop, clueless, showing people. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm getting deal offers. Yeah. I'm like, what? I just wanted to get input, and I got CAA reach. All these people were reaching out to me. Distribution. I was like, whoa. And then um. CAA lined me up with Will Smith. Okay. And then we parted up. Took the initiative about what I learned though. I asked questions and learned and I didn't want to hear the noise and to go ahead and try to prove to an investor to invest into me when I have no track record. Mm-hmm. So from there, I just kept on doing another project and another project. So when you're sitting around doing nothing, this can work. Yeah. You can shoot something. There's all kind of I can tell you other editing programs you can download in your phone. You can chop stuff up. Mm-hmm. There's story to- storyboard programs that you can download. There's all kinds of stuff that is out there that is inexpensive that can get you a point from idea to conceptualize to showing it to somebody. Man. People don't want to hear you talk. Just show up. Say, this is what I did. And you play it, and the rest should speak for itself. With that, y'all, that's game over. If you don't do anything else, share the game, whether you are listening or those of you on YouTube who are watching. I've noticed we're getting more and more subscribers. I I thank y'all for that, and I thank you for coming on. Y'all be blessed. Are you tired of the violence? Tired of the injustice? Police brutality, rampant discrimination, lack of gun control in this failed by a socioeconomic experiment called America. Or maybe you need a break from the relentless grind and want to regain control of your destiny, your wealth, your health, and your purpose. Diversifiedgame.com has the right course for you. Prepare for my first trip to Africa. Looking to reconnect with your roots, start a new business, or just a fresh start. Africa, aka the motherland, is waiting. Don't let the Chinese and the Mazungus have the fun and also take over the motherland. From Cairo to Mombasa, from Dakar to Cape Town, Africa has something for everyone from business opportunities to the most amazing people, safety, leisure, and landscapes. The opportunities abound. It is time for the diaspora to reconnect with their roots. Time to reconnect with the birthplace of humanity. Africa is the last frontier. Get your head in the game and reclaim your legacy. The writing is on the wall. Babylon is falling. 
give up the stress, grind and violence inflicted on our people on this continent and prepare for a journey of restoration and joy by connecting with the land of your ancestors. Check out our new course and kick off your adventure at diversifygame.com. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.